Welcome to Awakening Today. This is our resource to complement our Bible reading plan at Awakening Church. The reading plan is available at our website, awakeningchurch.com. This is the School of Faith podcast, which is a ministry of Awakening Church. And my name is Chris, and we're just glad that you're here. This week, we read Ephesians 1, Colossians 1, and Luke 11. And this wraps up our Bible reading plan. If you've been with us, it's been a long journey winding through the Old Testament, books like Job and Ecclesiastes and Proverbs. And here we are in the New Testament at the end of our journey. Ephesians 1, Colossians 1, Luke 11. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad you're reading the Bible with us. Well, where do we end? We end this journey in Paul's letters and a short chapter in the Gospels. And here's why. Did you know that wisdom is a theme in Paul's letters? It's actually a theme through your whole Bible, which we've been trying to show you through this reading plan, but we only really got a glimpse. In fact, there's some scholarly debate that the quote-unquote wisdom literature is not really the best way to describe the books that we've read because the argument goes, the whole Bible is wisdom literature. And to just, you know, um, sequester Proverbs and Job and Ecclesiastes and the like as the quote-unquote wisdom literature is to do a disservice to the wisdom that's found throughout the rest of scriptures everywhere from Genesis to Revelation. Paul's letters is a great example. He often begins his letters by showing Christ to be the one who bestows wisdom on people. This word, wisdom, is one that Paul loves to use. We looked at 1 Corinthians 1 last week, and this week we look at Ephesians 1 and Colossians 1. The opening of these letters shows a Jesus who is granting wisdom to people, and that God, through Christ, gives wisdom to anyone who looks to Christ. Jesus makes us wise to the plans and the will of God, is what Paul is going to show us. I'll say that again. Jesus makes us wise to the plans and the will of God. Look at this um, beginning of Colossians 2 I actually want to start with, which wasn't in your reading plan, but I would suggest reading on in Colossians. It's an incredible book. Listen to Colossians 2, 2 through 4, which I think summarizes my thought about Paul's life and writing um, with Jesus being the wisdom of God. He, he hopes that the hearts of the Colossians are, encur- are encouraged being knit together in love. This is Colossians 2, 2. To reach all the riches of the full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. Now listen to this, verse 3. In whom, in Christ, are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. Paul wanted the church in Colossae to understand that Christ holds the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, and therefore they should not be swayed by plausible and strange arguments. Things that sound sort of right, but when put next to the words of Christ are seen as insufficient. And so that's Colossians 2, verse 2 through 4. 
rewinding a little bit, Colossians 1 verse 27 is where Paul says, to them, God, to those that um, God reveals, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him, Jesus, we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom, there's our word, that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. It's Colossians 1, 27 through 29. Or how about the other passage you read, Ephesians 1, starting in verse 7. Paul says this, In him, in Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he has lavished upon us in all wisdom, there's our word, and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, verse 10, as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven, and things on earth. These lofty, uh, esoteric phrases from Paul are very, very important because in them we see what Jesus does for us, that Jesus lets us in on what Paul calls a mystery. These intense phrases include important realities that when we see Jesus, we gain wisdom and insight into the mystery now, what is the mystery Paul talks about in all these passages I read? He says the mystery, which is Christ in you, the mystery. Uh, the short end of it is, is Colossians 1.27. It's, it's Christ in you. But I love this note from um, the ESV study Bible that uh, is very, very helpful and very succinct. It says the mystery does not refer to something mysterious or some kind of secret ritual. Rather, Paul is speaking of God's unfolding plan for the world and, above all, his plan of redemption through the Messiah. So although elements of God's design were already known through the prophets and like key aspects of Scripture, but the, the key aspects of it were hidden for ages and generations and thus were a mystery, which could only be known and understood when they were revealed by God in Christ. That's an end quote of the ESV study Bible. The mystery is not some secret ritual, some hidden philosophy, but rather it's almost the pulling back of the curtain that Jesus provides us, that when we see Jesus, we see the full plan of God. Jesus Christ, his life, teachings, death, and resurrection makes us wise to the plan God has accomplished and will accomplish. See, once we see Jesus, we know what the prophets were speaking of. Once we see Jesus, we see why David was worshiping the way he was worshiping. When we see Jesus, we understand the sacrifice of Isaac in Genesis 22 in fresh light, right? We see the book of Ruth in fresh light. We see the book of Jonah in fresh light. Because the mystery of Christ has been revealed to us, we now are wise to the plans that God has accomplished and the plans God will accomplish. It is through a relationship with Jesus that we can understand things that were previously misunderstood and things that continue to be misunderstood. Right now, the plan and will of God seems misunderstood. It seems uncertain in this pandemic we're in. With God, uh, what, what is going on in this world with God? What is God up to in the world? Where is God at in the world right now? 
See, when we look at Jesus, while we may not be able to answer that question straight away, like what is going on right now with this virus and the pandemic, while we can't answer right away, like why is this all happening? We can actually know, though, why certain things might be happening. And while we may not be able to have a full answer, we can have hints at the answer and we can eliminate certain things. See, when we look at Jesus, we know one reason can be taken off of the list, right? Some people might say, well, this is happening because God is absent from the world. But we look at Jesus, the one who hung on a cross and God was most present in a dying body hung on a cross. We can say, well, that's, that's now off the list. It's not that God isn't present. What about if God doesn't love us? Well, we can eliminate that off the list because of the cross. You see, the cross clarifies previously mysterious things for us and makes us know what can be true in light of uncertain times. Here are some things we can know through the wisdom of Christ that Paul talks about. We know death is not the end. We know hope is real. We know heaven is assured. We know grace is available and forgiveness is available. We know healing is possible. We know God understands pain. We know for sure that uncertainty is wonderful soil for God to plant his seeds. See, these are the things that the mystery of Christ and the wisdom of Christ lets us in on and that we can bank on in uncertain times. All these things are true just by looking at Jesus. Do you see how looking at Jesus makes us wise? Do you see how the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are found in Christ? Yes, you see, looking at Jesus is looking at wisdom. This doesn't mean we're fortune tellers. It means we are wise in the face of uncertain times. And so, friend, do you want to know things? Do you want to seek understanding and seek wisdom? Continue to look at Christ because Paul says in him are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And while we may not be able to know for sure why certain things are happening, we know for sure certain things are true about God. And when we know certain things are true about God, we see through that lens in the time we're in and we say, no, this is not going on because God is absent. This is not going on because God doesn't love us. I don't know why, but I know those things are not true. I know it's not true that God is absent in pain because he was present in the cross. I know it's not true that God doesn't have grace and doesn't have the ability to heal because when I look at Jesus, I see grace and I see the ability to heal. When you seek Jesus, you put on lenses through which you can view the world. And the things previously hidden and mysterious, suddenly you are wise to see them with certainty. And so may you, my friend, see the wisdom and knowledge of Jesus Christ. And may his grace and peace be with you as you walk with him through these difficult days. We love you guys.